0: Welcome to another exciting edition of Bulls Bros. I am Bulls Bro Alex, joined by my Bulls Bro Max. Hello, Max. Hello, hello. We are coming to you tonight uh, after an exciting Bulls win over the Lakers. Um, Both sides are missing plenty of people, but uh, the Bulls prevailed. I had a text conversation with uh, our pal Greg Brecker. Shout out to Greg who's probably listening to this. Um, Shout out to Greg. To Greg. He he had his doubts about the Bulls heading into tonight's game. Uh, He said, you know, the Bulls have only won one more game than the Lakers, Uh, you know, which that part is true at the time of the text. We we were 17, we'd won 17 games, Lakers had won 16, but of course he was leaving out the losses. Lakers had lost 14, (laughs) Bulls had lost 10, and two of those losses were uh, about a reason that we can talk about in a second, but I would barely count those losses. So. Uh, I was very confident with Greg. I said, Greg, we will win this game. Don't worry. (laughs) Never fear. (laughs) We will win. And sure enough, we did. It It was closer than I wanted it to be. But I knew it didn't, you know, ultimately, a win is a win. Like Vin Diesel says, doesn't matter if you win by a quarter uh, inch or a mile, what matters is that you win. Um, And these Bulls, while sloppy on defense a little bit tonight, although, you know, active, um, it was a little sloppy. I just knew at the end of the game, Russell Westbrook would do something stupid, which he did, and, um, and we would win. And they would take dumb jumpers, the Lakers, at the end. So we, we beat the Lakers 115-110. Uh, we are now 18-10. and 10, And uh, we have a lot of absences, but we had a lot more absences. Uh, I don't even know where to start. There's a lot to go over. What do you want to talk about first, Max? Um, how about the performances? How about the,
1: the game? I mean...
0: All right, yeah, let's, I,
1: let's, let's get let's get into it. I I felt that the way DeMar played coming back at his first game out of the COVID protocols, I mean, the amount of time he's missed, I was pretty impressed because he basically, you know, sat on his ass. Like, he just – there was very little – I mean, he obviously, like, worked out, but there was very little he couldn't do with the team or anything, um, any kind of organized activities or whatever until, like, two days ago. So, um, he was – I, he he kind of eased his way into the game a little bit, but um, you could tell in that fourth quarter he dropped like 19 points. I mean, he, 20, you know, he, he was uh, he was on fire. I I was pretty very happy to see it. Um, and Vooch started out the game well, kind of got us going at the beginning. He and Lonzo, and then Demar kind of closed it down. So, you know, it was a it was a good effort I felt by the team, and they played an overall good defense. And Caruso dropped some points, too, and then he dropped, like, 17 points, so...
0: Yeah, he had 17 uh, points and rebounds.
1: Yep, yep. And so I felt pretty good about it, so that element... However, I say all this, the Lakers are not that good, and it was kind of concerning. I mean, I know he's LeBron James, and he does this to, to you know, pretty much everybody for the last 19 years, but... We really miss... Like, there. there is a clear position that we are lacking uh, at that wing spot. Like, we need a guy. Like, you could see it, you know, the lack of Patrick Williams, that type of player. Derek Jones Jr. would have been great tonight to match up with LeBron. Uh, Javante is too small. So, um, he did his best, but, like, it's just not good enough. Um, he, like, backed him down. Easy score in the post. So, I felt... To me, I was I was happy. thought the guys did a good job. They pulled it out. But, like, without Zach and without Io and Derek Jones Jr., like,
0: eh, Troy Brown Jr., it, you know, we're, we're a little thin, honestly. Yeah, it's true. We've always I – mean, I mean, that's been the issue ever since Williams went down. Even before Williams went down, it felt like we were missing a 3-4, you know, a kind yeah. of switchy forward guy. And um, you notice
1: the absence of Io a lot, too. Yeah. Um, I felt—he's he was he's been really good, and he and Derek Jones Jr. has been, too. I just—I feel like—I'm happy with the win. Uh, it was a lot of fun to watch, but— And look, the Lakers are still a good team, even without Anthony Davis, Doy Howard. Like, they're still a good team. They have LeBron James. They have, Ray, you know, Rajon Rondo. You know, they got Russell Westbrook still—you know, he could still play. Rondo is terrible, though, Max.
0: He's terrible.
1: <laughs> I mean, he made some smart decisions with the ball. He definitely— uh, picked apart the defense a few times. So yeah,
0: he had good. He, he had a good night, but he's been terrible this season. Absolutely yeah. terrible. I mean, unplayable. I mean, <laughs> like he was not a part of the rotation before all the COVID absences hit the Lakers. I mean, he helped tonight. I saw. I, I'm telling you, based on watching the game, he he's not today, good so. though. He had a good game, which he is it just sort of speaks to us. I, you know, the defense the point of attack but, at the especially you know the, the small guard. You know, thing. I don't know, like. I'm not Whatever. I, we won. It doesn't matter that much. but Oh, but okay, so all we should talk about who we were missing. So we were missing, yeah, like you said, Zach Levine, Troy Brown Jr., Iota Sumo, um, obviously Patrick Williams, and then Alize Johnston and Matt Thomas, who don't play much anyway, so that's not that big a deal. But everyone else was active. Uh, Lakers are missing a lot of guys. Like you said, Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, but also Taylor Horton Tucker, uh, Malik Monk, and Austin Reeves, and Avery Bradley, all of whom have been like very important for the team. Uh, and then Kent Bazemore... And also Kendrick Nunn. But, um, they. Uh, Kendrick Nunn has not played a game, so who knows about how he's going to do. And then Ken Baezmore is out of the rotation, so not that important either. Um, but yeah, we, sh- we should have won. Like, they had no Anthony Davis. Ultimately, we had to kind of win this game. We didn't have Zach Levine, but, you know, we're missing an all star. They're missing an all star. Ultimately, we're still the better team. So, you know, we did what we had to do. But yeah, it was like a closer home win that I would have liked. Um,. Uh, and I, I think yeah, like uh, the biggest, the biggest thing I noticed like I, I I don't know you know me I always focus on the negative uh, I'm a Debbie Downer sometimes it's just like Kobe White looks terrible, <laughs> he looks so bad now he's, you know he missed all preseason with that shoulder surgery in the off season and uh, he, he's had a tough start. Yeah, he hasn't
1: played in twenty days. Either. Yeah, and then he I, missed I mean, yeah twenty
0: days because of the he, he got uh, COVID nineteen as well. Um, yeah, and I think he actually was
1: symptomatic from what I from what I kind of gathered. So oh. I I think that we have a big Kobe we have a big problem on the bench with just if you look around the court, right? They're asking a lot of DeMar DeRozan. Um, I <laughs> if you have Zach Levine there, Zach and DeMar, Lonzo, you know, Vooch. I mean, that's potent group, but it's just hard because I feel like they need more scoring off the bench. Like some, So when some of these guys sit, somebody can come in who can handle the ball and score. I mean, that's what Kobe's supposed to do. And he's not useful right now. I don't know how long it's going to be until that changes. It could be a while. Um, I don't know if he's ever really going to be a great fit um, for what this team needs. Um, I hope he improves, but it's just kind of a shame because you're like, you see this team and you see what they could be, um, and they're missing a couple key pieces to get there. But, you know, and they don't have to be like, we're not missing a star. We're missing two, like, complementary pieces. Right. The NBA is, so, you
0: know, it's the East is wide open. Um, totally. heck, the West is, is wide open outside of the top two. You know, the top two are really good. If they beat so each the other up enough West in East the East Western West. Conference Finals or something, I don't know. You know, it's possible. That... Well, the
1: thing is, who knows? What if you get to the the finals or some, some playoff series and some star gets COVID?
0: That's I another. Mean, yeah, that's a whole like, other.
1: You have no idea. Like the... The, with injuries, because the the schedules are so inconsistent, and like the training regimens, and then combine that with COVID. I mean, who knows? Anything could happen
0: so yeah so that's the thing that's okay we can talk about that now too i guess um did we finish talking about the game i think covid's
1: the story we gotta talk about that COVID's the big story that i was gonna get get we just let's let's talk a little more about demar though i want to hit on vooch Uh and
0: demar briefly and then we can talk covid yeah that's important because that's like the fun stuff go ahead
1: well i felt that vooch played really well tonight until Um, the end aggressive he was smooth yes well he just wasn't asked to shoot the ball much at the end DeMar DeRozan was kind of, I don't know if you watched, making everything, so... Um, but (laughs) Well, he made his normal... There was a balance of his normal shots with getting fouled a lot, too, um, by the great Lakers' defense.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 17 free-throw attempts. Made 16. No, Vooch, when he was actually uh, asked to do stuff in
1: the beginning, and he was good on the boards all night, too... When yeah. He was asked, to, and also defensively, he did a pretty good job in the paint. I don't know if you noticed this, but LeBron did most of his damage when
0: Vucevic was off the court. That's pretty cool. There was a. Did you, play, not, did you notice that? There was a. Play, I didn't notice that. There was the second a second half.
1: What they did is they went really small. The Lakers when they got rid of their centers because you know how bad their centers are. Yeah. Because they don't have Anthony Davis out there or Dwight when Howard. They, they have of,
0: DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. So when they had no DeAndre and they had no like they were doing another. Um, who was it? They had another, like, forward that they had out there. It was kind of bigger. When they got rid of them, and it was basically LeBron and a bunch of small guys, LeBron was attacking the paint, and, um, there was no one who could really stop him. So, Vooch was actually really helpful on the defensive end. because um, it's not like the... I mean, they got him on switches a couple times, but... Overall, defensively, he was a big... He was a help. So, um... You know, he helped. He definitely was a huge part of the win. Uh, you can't tell me he was not good this game, because he definitely was. Three, I mean, so you can say what you want about Vooch, and you'll always talk trash about him. I know you and ever all the haters out there, but he was good tonight.
0: Well, okay, here's the thing about Vooch. Vooch got helped us get Demar Derozan, so I can't hate Vooch that much because Demar Derozan is playing, you know, borderline Adam MVP level. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, you know, and we have him for less than the max, and uh, that that three year deal that we were all complaining or that I was complaining about in the summer. I I have been <laughs> saying how great
1: Demar Derozan was as a fit, and I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. Well, I love the fit. Awesome. I loved
0: the fit too. Uh, I just I mean, didn't, I didn't love the money and the picks. <laughs> you know, I, it was just more like, oh, this is actually a pretty good fit. It's just like, you know, the commitment. Uh, you know, who knows? Like, if he's gonna be quite that good, turns out he's like far better than we expected. So. Well,
1: part of it is we wanted to get. I mean, it was helpful to actually get that contract, Aminu's contract off the book, like Aminu and Thad to get their contracts out. Yeah. So, well. Yeah.
0: That's actually kind of from a cap flexibility perspective. It kind of worked out. It is too bad that we couldn't keep Thad somehow. Thad would have been a great fit for. This I still think he roster. might get bought out. Yeah, that's the funny thing about Thad Young is that he's barely he's been, playing with the Spurs, and like they I wanted know. him in the deal instead of uh Markkinen, I guess in terms of like the package, right? It was they it didn't want to pay Markinen. They want to pay, Markkinen. pay Markkinen. They'd rather not do anything with Thad for some reason. Like, yeah, that yeah, did not, he was a DNP, a lot of questionable he was a DNP CD tonight, you know. I know. In a 121-114 loss to the Kings. Like. I know. I just, I just don't understand what the hell happened to R.C. Buford and Greg Popovich over the last couple of years. They let well, DeMar I'm walk. Just, I'm, in I'm, this hoping they, I'm hoping they, I'm hoping they They buy him out and we can pick him up. That would be amazing because. He would be would a great to. fit as, coming off the bench. I'll bet he still has a house here, you know. Um, I just think that would be that would be perfect. Actually, that would be something like that. You know, unless we can get my Harrison Barnes and Rashawn Holmes kind of deal, but we we can't. They're too. They're honestly they've been too good. Barnes and and, and Holmes. Like I don't think the Kings were desperate think, to get into the playing game. I don't think they would do that now. I think I, I think
1: there's a move out there for us. I don't know if it's going to be taking advantage of someone's cat problems or I don't know. But there's got to be a move out there. Now yeah, that we're a destination too, we can get a buyout guy who's gonna help. I just don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's not gonna be enough, but do, buyout plus trade, maybe we can.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's like you said with Kobe White though. Kobe White, you know, the He's reason we're playing him a lot is to is to trade him. Clearly, like, yes. he doesn't actually deserve to be playing this much. But because like, I would assume it was obviously much better and a much better fit for us than, than Kobe White, the current Kobe White is, or even maybe the the. The prior Kobe White, honestly. DeSumo well, we is need, a really good three-point shooter and a really good defender. Yeah. We need both. Well, we, need, we need Kobe White from, like, two years ago, but I don't know if we're going to get that guy. Kobe White
1: last year would be very helpful for us right now because some a guy who can handle the ball and score off the bench um, on his own, like creating his own shot, and hit open threes consistently so that teams have to really guard him. Because yeah. what's happening now is it's putting so much pressure on DeMar to score when you don't have the complimentary guys out there with him. (laughs) So, and he can do it, but it's like, you don't want him to have to score the way he scores for us to win. Like, you want to have some more diversified scoring. And Io is not that guy right now. True. But he, I mean, he and Derek Jones Jr. can show flashes of it because they are skilled at attacking the basket and occasionally making an open shot, but you need a guy who can create off the bounce consistently for himself yeah. and others, but breaking down a defense. And uh, that, so we'll see. Um, you could find those guys. Those guys are out there. There's a lot of guards in the league yeah. that can score off, that can score and attack the basket and create off the bounce. There's a lot of guys like that. It's, uh, the harder guys to find are those wings. Right. Um, the Jay Crowders and that type of stuff. Uh, you know There's what? Not that I many
0: love up. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder would be so perfect. He's awesome. He's so great. And I don't understand
1: is. why everyone's in such a big hurry to let him leave because then he goes to the finals with the next team on. Yeah, that happened.
0: That He just let him walk, and immediately and then it, goes right back to the finals. And then
1: everyone's like, oh, man, they're missing this one player. I'm like, yeah, it's Jay
0: Crowder. It's the guy that let go.
1: <laughs> it's... I they need know. a guy who can match
0: up with the big wings and hit an open three. Um, well, they had that. That's guy. literally what he was doing. It was the dumb. I remember they they paid Iggy, they paid Gaudala like a crazy I contract, know. and they let so Crowder dumb. walk. And it's just like you guys, Crowder was the win of that trade. You know, the Memphis trade where they got Crowder and Iggy back and traded um, uh, Justice Winslow. It's just I anyway. Let's get back to the point so I know sorry uh we need Jay Crowder that's that's the point but but anyway what we th- okay so um we can talk about the trade stuff probably, let's go probably talk covid Some of the covid stuff oh well um yeah so so uh the bulls had two games postponed to the last week which is why we did nothing uh podcast wise in the last week um, the uh raptors game and a pistons game is that right or no no Yes, that is that is right. That's right. Pistons yeah. Tuesday Raptors Thursday it was uh, this past week would have happened uh, They were postponed. We had as many as 10 guys simultaneously in uh, the NBA's health and safety protocols And it's not to say that all 10 had uh, the coronavirus. That just means that they were all um, At least exposed. Uh, no, that's
1: not true. Oh that wait, they all tested positive. This is really important this is really important.
0: If you're not vaccinated, you're, you're in the protocols. But if you are vaccinated, you are only are in the protocols if you test positive. That's right.
1: Correct. This is really important, though, Alex, because this completely changes how they're handling COVID this year. They are not putting people in the contact tracing. If you're vaccinated, and every Bulls player is, in fact, most even have the booster, So if, which is better than a lot of teams in the league, by the way. Nice. Um, so, yeah, we're, like, basically – we're a first-class organization for the that, first time in a long time. And that's I'm a competitive advantage.
0: Like, that kind of helps. It is 100%
1: advantage. a competitive
0: advantage. You know, if Kyrie um, gets COVID, he could be out for, like, a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if someone near him gets COVID, because then he's out. He might be in protocols, actually. Let me...
1: So, anyway, what I notice about the the this situation is if... Because of the nature... Like, they weren't even doing daily testing on vaccinated players.
0: Kyrie is in health and safety protocols, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah. They weren't even doing um, testing on vaccinated players. Like, it wasn't daily testing. And so, yeah. the question now is, is there a point in doing... If Because then they start increasing testing if someone tests positive on your team. So, but the problem is, like, most of these guys are asymptomatic, but they're testing positive, and then they're in the protocols. But, like... They could keep testing. This is not going to stop. Like, they, these guys are going to keep getting it again and again. So, really? um, or testing positive, right? So, I guess my thing is, like, I mean, yes, it's going to go through the whole league. But it, you, because they're not doing the contact tracing it, and because they're not isolating everybody, it's going to be rampant in terms of the number of cases. Because someone's gonna, if someone gets it, they're going to expose everybody.
0: And because they're playing games in full arenas where people are rarely using their masks, and yes, they have to... Well, I'd say use their masks, like, a good amount of the time, but the reality
1: is, like, they people take them off when they're eating and drinking, blah, blah, yeah. blah. It depends on the and market. And they're all next to each other and whatever. So, I yeah, I mean, and they're traveling, you know, and yeah. there's no... I mean, they can go to restaurants, they can, you know... And I don't begrudge them that. If the rules allow them to do that, they have every right to, to do what they want to do, uh, you know. So, I, but what I'm saying is, like, if you're going to put in those precautions, you're going to, I mean, it's going to keep getting worse. Absolutely. During this, during the winter, so which is, you know, when the season is.
0: Unfortunately, yes.
1: <laughs> so, um, I think by the time the finals come around, Pretty much everyone will have gotten it at least once, and then I think it'll be less of an issue. My philosophy would be expand the rosters. Make it so you can expand your rosters.
0: Right. We should mention the Shams news that just broke. So Shams Trania of The Athletic said that uh, teams will now be required to sign, I'm quoting here, one replacement player when they have two positive tests on the roster, for three positive tests they get two uh required signings and then uh they're supposed to, they have to sign three guys via the hardship exception um for four positive tests or more. But then
1: that's putting those guys like I almost feel bad. It's like so you're taking guys off the street who may have COVID. Right. <laughs> and bringing them into your building. <laughs> so like it's-
0: it's um, it's a mess, and then so it's they also a wild said, thing. yeah, two-way players. You previously had a 50-game max to allow for this kind of thing. They now have no limit on the numbers of games they can play in uh, Shams mentions, which of course makes sense. It's just crazy to me that the NBA didn't. Uh, also, like five games were just postponed today. Three games um, that were supposed to happen today were postponed. One game tomorrow on Monday and another game on Tuesday uh, because of the amount of COVID instances on one or both of the teams involved in those games. And so you know, you just. It gets you wondering what the NBA was thinking exactly with planning an eighty-two game schedule with with going right back to the the crazy traveling they were doing before COVID. Whereas last year they had a reduced seventy-two game schedule where they would schedule half the games after the All Star break because of COVID expected COVID absences. And they also um, uh, they were um, yeah last year they did a
1: good job yeah they had a lot of games that were like home and home
0: or like you know like they they cut down on travel by like twenty five percent which helped reduce you know, the the risks of, of getting COVID because all the traveling and the lack of restrictions when you're in a different market obviously are going to boost the numbers. The fact that they've got away from that is is nuts. You know? I
1: also think it's kind of a shame because the basketball, with the foul changes, has actually been really high-quality basketball.
0: Yeah, it's been a like, lot more fun this year. I mean, partially because the Bulls a... have been awesome, but still.
1: <laughs> well, mostly because of that. But also, like... <laughs> the. the, the, the but like, I'm not the only one saying this, right? Like, other yeah. people are saying this. Like, the quality of basketball has been really good. Yeah. Well, so, the, they're
0: penalizing like the people like Harden and Trey Young. Trey Young, just yeah. Fucking flop. And so
1: now I now I will say Harden's getting a bunch of free throws lately. So I don't know. I think he's actually like getting more legit ones though. But I I'm a fan of like what the it's just 82 games is too many games.
0: Yeah, it was any... It's always... It any, yeah.
1: They should do 72 or 70 or less, but I know the owners don't want to lose out on the money, but my argument would be, like, I don't know how much money it really is, because if the product is better in the 72, then... Like, I would do 72 and then add an in-season play-in. Ugh. Or, like, you know, like, kind of in the middle, like... No. Then you could get, like, teams like certain teams like get in the mix and
0: no play in. I don't like the play in. But you know, um I think the season should be the same length of time, but seventy two games. At least What or I'd last. like to see. You know what I'd like to
1: see? Something that has like a reward would do a draft the draft. So like I know there's no way of actually doing this, but if it was like the teams that were in that they went to a play in of the teams that wouldn't make the playoffs and then the winner got the best draft pick odds. That's cool. Yeah, or like they something get an extra like second the,
0: round pick or something. Yeah, know. it's like the opposite <laughs>
1: of tanking. So yeah. it's like like you can tank, but then try to win in the tournament.
0: That would actually be fun, though, too. Yeah, the teams that are eliminated also have a little playoff thing or whatever. Yes,
1: yes exactly.
0: That would be fun. I don't really love the idea of a season tournament just because I don't want my team to exert itself. For no, a sort of meaningless either. prize, you know?
1: Oh, so, like, so like an, an NIT, right? So, like, yes. in, in addition to the playoffs, you have an NIT.
0: Exactly like that. I think that would be yeah. a lot of fun for the, the the teams that will never make the playoffs ever, like the Kings.
1: Yeah, but they could be fun in the NIT because they're not playing a good team.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's the other thing, too. Is maybe you <laughs> should do it, it. Maybe it could be after the NBA. It could be, like, the... Uh, the uh, pro bowl or whatever where it's like isn't it a week after the super bowl no yes it is yes okay something like that where it's just um uh it's after the playoffs and the teams that are eliminated from the play-in tournament also would get to go into this nit at the nba level type deal yeah i think this is a good idea
1: i definitely think it would be fun and then the winners of the nit get the better playoff on like So, I don't want to, like, completely, like, let's completely get out of the way of the tanking, right? So that, now, the only people that would be pissed off about this is people that make the play-in, right? Don't get into the playoffs, and they're not in the NIT either.
0: No, no, they should make the NIT. If they're limited oh, from the play-in... so if play you in, miss the
1: play-in, you go to the NIT.
0: If, you, if you're in the play-in, but you don't get a playoff Lose. spot, you don't get the yeah. 7 or the 8 seed, I think you get to go into the NIT. Wouldn't it be hilarious if a team like the Lakers gets the play-in,
1: loses in the play-in, <laughs> goes into NIT? Oh, you know what that could happen that way? It's like, they could play a team like the Knicks. So it's like, you have the Knicks and the Lakers playing in the NIT, and like because of the national media being so biased that would be a
0: bigger game
1: to watch than the actual playoffs.
0: Yeah, than like (laughs) Like Jazz Suns, you know, second-round series or something.
1: Or like a Milwaukee, like, pickup team. I don't know. Milwaukee. uh, I always say Pacers,
0: but, like, Pacers are not good enough to be in the playoffs this year, so um, no, let's, uh, I don't know, um, Celtics. Cavs. No, actually, there's too many Boston people. Maybe, yeah, Cavs. Bucks. Cavs. Yeah, Yeah, but there's so many, like, Lakers nick's attention i
1: mean yeah I, i'm telling you this is a good idea
0: i agree i i think we have to figure out like i don't to, yeah, cut down the regular season like the number one. yeah cut the regular season i don't want the lakers to get the top seat like the number one the best odds to get the number one pick in the draft or something because they win the nit you know the nba's equivalent that could the happen NIT. it can't be like that it has to be something else maybe you know like like lower stakes than that you know i don't know
1: no, but if it's low, if, if the stakes are too low, the teams won't try. I, I, it doesn't have to be, like, a huge percent. Like, it, it's like it, it increases your odds by, like, 5%. Right? Okay. I don't know. It increases your odds, but it, it, But you know what I mean. Like, That's fine, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, like, instead of having, like, very little, almost no chance, you have a chance. And money. You know, of course they get extra money, you know. It could be, like, a FedEx yeah, Cup type for deal. Yeah, make it for the players themselves yeah. get some money. Oh, you know,
1: and like, or they could be like, hey, the players, because you know, like the NBA, like takes money and donates it to charity from like suspensions and fines and stuff. Right. Pay that. So the players get to choose which charities, like their charity, that yeah. where they want the money to go. Because those guys, they yeah. appreciate that. They really do. I mean, it's like, cause they have their own foundations and it's like, I can put the money towards my own foundation
0: yeah. as opposed to. That's a good incentive. Everyone would like that. Or some, something for like an HBCU type deal. Yeah, yeah. Something like that where it's, you 100%. know. Something they're, they're really into, I think. Yeah. That would be a really 100%. good thing for the world. I think that'd be cool.
1: 100%. Why not? Why don't we do this? You know?
0: I, I don't know it makes too much sense probably is why we're not going to do it but no no uh,
1: they've taught they it's been brought up and adam silver wants to do something like yeah.
0: this The the midseason tournament just it, i just don't love that idea cuz it's like a soccer type deal yeah, that's yeah. the idea it's I don't, like but it's like the, th- the whole thing with that is that you know at the end of the year there are no playoffs it's just the record the team with the best record wins and so that's totally different than the nba which has a whole like additional season basically at the end of the year so a midseason thing is just going to drain people unnecessarily i don't really want that but uh, an NIT type thing at the end of the year for the teams that are eliminated, that makes so much sense. That's like such a better idea.
1: Yeah, and then you alternate days so it's not conflicting TV
0: schedules with the playoffs. Yeah. Except for the very beginning. You could alternate days or you could do it in the summer or something. But I think that they probably the NBA probably doesn't want to no, do that because summer
1: league and free agents. No, that doesn't work.
0: Yeah. I guess you're right. No, you need
1: to get, give the guys the time off in the summer.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, then it could be, yeah, at the same time, and the fans, it'll be more regional or whatever. Fans of, of their teams will watch their sure. NIT tournament games. They can also be like, you know, best of three series or single game eliminations or something. I, I just think
1: this is part of how you sell a shorter regular season.
0: For sure, for sure. And there's plenty of money to be made that way. Because if the regular
1: season is shorter, they can start the playoffs... And the mid season, they could start the stuff earlier.
0: Eliminate the preseason, also, because players work their way into shape anyway. So you don't need Luka, to kill honestly. the yes, Luca, Luca Zion. <laughs> he never worked his way into shape because he was way too out of shape. But <laughs> <laughs> worked his way into shape. He's still over three hundred and thirty pounds. Sure. I don't think he's worked his way. Worked his way into. I don't.
1: Injuries. I love how these 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 media these podcasts people are like, yeah, they'll probably just not play him the rest of the year at this point. I'm like. You guys realize there's, like, a lot of year left.
0: It, like It's been 30 games. It's not Are like, we just, yeah. like,
1: not going to ever play Zion? Like, is he just, like, not going to play basketball?
0: Here's another thing I want to – we might as well, since this is a Bulls podcast, we might as well complain about national basketball podcasts that we listen to. I just – it's crazy 100%. to me how much they talk about Luka What's, and Zion okay, and how I little wanna... they talk about the Bulls. And how much they talk about the fucking Knicks and the Lakers. And it's like, these teams don't matter. You know what's a I'll big keep, marketing that's doing? The, awesome, the Chicago Bulls. You know I want to
1: cap this complaint Sorry. session for uh, like a five minutes, <laughs> five. and then we'll and then we'll call it a night. Wait, wait wait,
0: wait, 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 Do we do we cover all the COVID stuff? Then we should before we get into this too hard. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess we got all the COVID stuff. I think it's just gonna be a mess. The team should, they should expand the teams to twenty players on the roster for the whole rest of the year. Uh, and just and, and then power they, should, they should do something for the playoffs. Like I don't know if the players will be open to a bubble, but something closer to a bubble or like contact tracing or something. Because I don't want to lose, you know, our best guys in the middle of a playoff series. You know, it's, I just, I just, I don't know how to, because some players like Paul George or whatever were, hated the bubble so much or were so resistant to it. Now, not everyone's like a baby like Paul George. Not everyone's so mentally sensitive. Yeah. It's
1: Paul George is.
0: Yes. Yeah, so.
1: Because <laughs> apparently he was depressed by not being around
0: his multi-million dollar house. Yeah, you know who else has been <laughs> depressed, Paul George? Everybody in the fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. my God, my multimillion-dollar paycheck. It's
1: just, you know, it's, it's, it's so sad.
0: Yeah, I have to play basketball. You don't have to play, dude. You can you opt know, out. Like,
1: the bubble was in, like, a place that, like, kids dream of going, you know? Well, and, like, okay. They I, lived, I, in, the, they lived <laughs> in, like, the nicest apartments, like, the nicest rooms. They had free food, tasty and delicious options for everything. And then towards the end, they were able to bring in their families,
0: they they had some crappy meals early on. You remember the players took pictures, they had some, some rough meals. Oh
1: boo hoo.
0: I was just drive me a
1: fucking river. We were like, all stuck
0: in our <laughs> homes. It was a terrible time. Yeah, it's still you, been it's still been rough, you know, but uh, I was
1: in the, the mean streets of downtown Chicago <laughs> with the bridges race, like twenty one bridges. Like it was a it was a it was a war zone. I I would have loved to be in Disneyland, I'm in Disney World.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I just yeah like so. I think if you can get the players on board with something like that, like I don't know if like a bubble part two would be something to be open to, but it makes the most sense. Um, but maybe some other retro, some sort of slightly more open version of that, you know, with just like more active contact tracing and like more I mean, restrictions honestly, on, on yeah. stuff you can do. Honestly, I don't know. I just I just don't want to have this happen during the Bulls first round series against. Any team that's not you know one of the top four, you know, can we, we send could the
1: Wizards or the Nets to
0: Toronto? <laughs> can we yeah. make that
1: happen? <laughs> I would love. Toronto needs to make the playoffs.
0: <laughs> oh, that'd be so great! Uh, they even have such a competitive so advantage. Great. Yeah, but yeah, we could play the well. Uh, uh, yeah, um, right now I guess we'd be playing the Celtics.
1: Also, um, why is the New York? They have a rule that. So road players don't have to be vaccinated, but home players do. Wait, is that true? Like this, it is true. So Bradley Beal
0: didn't, could, yeah, like he played? He doesn't,
1: yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, because he's not an employee of a New York company. Wow.
0: Isn't that weird? I did not realize that. That is wacky
1: so dumb
0: this, the way these laws are set up is like so silly this country is a fucking mess <laughs> anyway <laughs> I hate let's to talk, talk about this stuff with basketball you know the best no, supposed I to don't... be an escape uh, anyway let's talk let's
1: do, do our brief media rant here yeah
0: yeah, yeah yeah wait wait wait. okay uh real fast more bulls. quick bulls. general thing uh we're 18 and 10 it sounds like because of our, all of our absences we still have a bunch of covid related absences um we're gonna get uh another player um, so that could be fun. Um, we're not the Lakers. The Lakers keep signing former Lakers. They just add Isaiah Thomas. I'll bet you they add Lance Stevenson now or something stupid, you know. But we're going to add someone good because we have better scouts. And, um, and so it could be fun, you know, to see who else we get. Uh, we're 18-10. We're the second seed in the East. We've played fewer games than a lot of the teams, but that's going to change because everyone's getting their games postponed. Um, we're behind the Nets, and we're ahead of the Cavaliers, who have leapfrogged the Bucks because Giannis is hurt. They're now the three seed. Lowry marketing's Cleveland Cavaliers are the three seed at 19 and 12. Bucks are 19 and 13. So it's yeah, just, but part of. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: I know. The, the Cavs are so the good. The Bucks
0: are better. The Bucks are better than the Cavs. They're, they're going to get that three spot unless they get really laid out by some sort of big injury later oh, or more COVID stuff than Cleveland somehow. Something like that. Otherwise, like. But the Cavs look really good. The Heat are the five seed, and they have a bunch of injuries. Um, the Cavs
1: will not go far in the playoffs, and I can tell you why. Larry uh, Markinon,
0: I like it's that. literally not possible for them to go far in the playoffs. He's their, play their small do. forward. They play him a lot at small forward. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, that's the reason I'm saying. Yeah, they it's have no chance. It's amazing. I mean, they've been really fun, He's, and also the media just talked about them a lot more than us. But uh, yeah, what the
1: fuck? I don't. Like
0: I the, don't know. i well, Everyone's like, oh, how about those Cavs? Like, what about the Bulls? No one cares about Cleveland. People like, always say, oh, yeah, the Bulls are good. Anyway, the Cavs. It's like, what are you, wait, wait,
1: what? Or, like, they're, like, the top teams in the Eastern Conference. And it's like, they just skip to the heat, you know? And it's like, yeah. what about us?
0: What about um, us?
1: No, that's not entirely. There are some guys that really do like the Bulls um, and like
0: what we're doing. Yes, I will say, Bill Simmons and Kevin O'Connor, they don't talk about done, us enough. Yeah. But they do think that we have a title chance. And then they move on yeah, to talking they've, about, they've like, been Zion.
1: They've given us very fair credit for our, yes. for our achievements. They just don't talk us about us that much. I think part of it is like we're not controversial. Like Zion and Luca are like controversial, also hilarious. I mean, They're it funny. is like there's something to be said for for that. Um, yeah. One thing, there's people though that's like, you know who it is actually, because the. I feel like the Ringer is actually not bad about talking about the Bulls. It's the yeah. ESPN. ESPN just doesn't give it. Like I don't understand what's going on with ESPN. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. Yeah, the Ringer has a bunch of like they have like epic articles about us. Uh, yeah, the
1: Ringer's fine. They're pretty. They're pretty good. It's ESPN. They're. I gotta say, I, I, Alex, I'm gonna tell you right now. <coughs> I think ESPN is really flawed organization. I think that channels <laughs> going do downhill. <laughs> I think I think they are totally biased towards the coast. I don't think they don't. I don't think they focus that much on actual basketball. You know, they're all hype and clickbait, story time. You know, nonsense.
0: It's yeah. really upsetting. It's gotten bad.
1: Recently. Why is it
0: so much worse? Like, it is worse. They've let a lot of talent walk, too. That's, That's a big probably thing. part of it. Yeah. Now, you know, we got our guys, like the Low Post stuff, the Hoop Collective stuff with Win Zach Low is very
1: good. Hoop Collective is good. Zach Lowe is one of the better analysts. Yeah. Um, Woche. They have Hoop... Woche. Yes. And the thing is, ESPN has a handful of good reporters, like Winhorse Horse and uh, Pelton and McMahon. Um,
0: yeah, and I like McMenamin. Also, speaking to mix,
1: McMenamin, those guys, well, and Nick Firdel,
0: like those people, actually do report. Nick Firdel knows this stuff, know. but he's always they, they report, he's Always pessimistic about the Bulls, like, no matter what. He's always pessimistic about the Bulls. <coughs> he's like you used to be. He's always turned than me, you around. But um, but he he is like me. Yes, he's kind of funny though. I like him. I like, um, like Firdel, but
1: yeah, you know. I, I, they have so they have those guys, but like overall, they just don't like. Like they talk a lot about the Celtics. The Celtics are like an average team. We keep talking. One second they're talking about them like they're the greatest disappointment. The yeah. next they're this great team. I Guess what? They're just a 500 team. They've basically been a 500 team. Yeah. They were a 500 team last year. They're basically a 500 team this year. You know what that means? It means they're okay. Yeah. Like That's what being a 500 team is. Like That is not that exciting.
0: It's crazy. They keep talking about Tatum and Brown being so great. And they are very good. But, you know, they're not great. I also good. want to point something out. I just want Shaq, them to both be all-stars, by the way. Just I hate that idea. They'll both be all-stars this year. That
1: better not happen. If they're both all-stars and Zach and Damar are not all-stars, I'm going to
0: lose it. That would be insane.
1: I think, if either of them makes All-NBA ahead of Zach and Damar, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. That would be, I, I think I, Zach and Damar will both make All-NBA. I just don't know. if even, I think Damar has a shot to make All-NBA first team.
0: Depends on health, but yeah, he. But if, if he, he, plays if like if he this, keeps
1: this up, yeah. and we finish with the top
0: two seed. Yeah, for sure, he's been our best that player. Would be, it's insane. That would be pretty amazing. It seems. I mean, I didn't think he was going to be All NBA. I didn't think he was going to be an all-star All Star. All NBA team. Yeah. Right now, he's <laughs> All NBA first team. Yeah, if the season ended today, I would agree. That's incredible. I know, and yeah, it's it's a bummer that like the, I guess I guess we are complaining about ESPN, although not not exactly because also. Uh, I don't know if you listen to, like, the Dunked On podcast much or any other, no. like, non... There's other stuff, like, other but stuff. But, like, yeah, but, like, you know, if you
1: listen to, like, uh Jay Sports Zaretic Illustrated podcast also or, doesn't yeah. care as much. Yeah, a lot of these organizations, I mean, they're seriously flawed. Like, I think they've been taken over by these weird corporate interests, like, hot... Like, they're all about the quick attention-getting, hot take stuff, and um, I don't think the Bulls get that. For some reason, it's, like... I don't know. It's like more about the people that actually care about content. I don't know. I don't know why it's that way. It's strange. Kind of weird. The whole media thing, it just it's been terrible. Yeah. Anyway, um,
0: that's my rant. Cool. Yeah, I agree. Like, I've heard so much more about the Knicks and the Hawks than I have about the Bulls. Which the reality is neither have been that eventful. Like, yeah, they've been kind of <coughs> mediocre, you know? Yeah,
1: the eventfulness is that they are not eventful.
0: Now, I am surprised about the Hawks being this lackluster. I'm,
1: I'm surprised they're not as good, but yeah. also, like, they were never that great, like, as a—like, who did they really beat in the playoffs?
0: Uh, Well, they had a lot of depth, and they took the eventual champs to sixth, and, and like, they made the Bucs look vulnerable in that Eastern Conference Finals series, you know? Yeah,
1: but weren't weren't the Bucs
0: missing Giannis at the end? Yeah, but I think the Hawks were also missing Trey, <laughs> Were they? In one game, I don't know. Okay, I just, I don't know.
1: I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. I mean, they were good for sure. I thought they would be better, but
0: they're not like
1: the super great team.
0: No, but I, I'm just yeah. Anyway, though, it'd be really fun to. Right now, we're the the two seed. The Nets are the one seed, which would right. mean in the conference finals we would play a team uh where if they were the one seed for the majority of their games they would not have their third best player so i really want that really? Nets series yeah because they have kyrie irving if they're playing in brooklyn they don't have kyrie irving he can't play at those home games for the nets
1: i'm wondering if they're going to change that by the time the seed that Point comes around if new york new york
0: is swamped with the new coronavirus variant the you know, omicron so is chicago
1: yeah i, I know multiple people who have tested positive i don't and out here in la what's crazy is they're getting it at work so it's like it just fucked up it's, it's like you yeah. go to work to get it like my friend's so mad i'm like none of them are that sick that's the thing they're all vaccinated none of them are that sick which seems to be what's happening with the NBA and NFL as well. Yeah. But, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know that these rules are changing. And I, if, if, I, I think, I mean, we've beaten the Nets without, um, I mean, I think the Nets without Kyrie, I would take, I would take us in a seven-game series. It we looks, already beat him twice.
0: Yeah, it looks like they're very vulnerable
1: without him for us. And yet they're still the number one seed. Well, they they have
0: the best. They player have in Kevin the NBA. Durant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's so good. It's, he's amazing. It's really crazy how like I don't know how the rule like the the rest of the team is is kind of lackluster around him. I mean, I mean Harden's getting very better. Very lackluster. Mills is hit and miss. Harris has been out. Uh, but their big guys are terrible. Outside of, like my I concern, like Claxton,
1: kind of. If, kinda, if I'm them, my big my big concern. I mean, Harris needs to get healthy and Kyrie obviously, but and Harden. But I actually think Harden's starting to improve, and he'll—he's he, not going to be—he uh, doesn't have the burst, but he's still going to be good. Um, yeah, he'll be better than this. He's, no, he's, he's been improving, though, so you can kind of—my thing is um, Blake Griffin. Like,
0: he was really good last year. Yeah. He's looked terrible. He gives them nothing now, which like, is I pretty think big for done. us. Yeah. I think he's done. He really should have just taken more money and not joined the Nets again. That was a mistake. I would have. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's, you know, he thought he had more time, right? He had this irrational... Co- if you're like a an
1: athlete at that level, you have to have the irrational confidence. Yeah. I'll bet you there was to like some
0: mid-level it. option for him to make $5 bucks or something. Two-year, $5 million oh. a year type deal.
1: Oh, 100% there was. Probably on the Lakers.
0: Right, and he takes a veteran's minimum <laughs> instead to probably... He's probably never going to play in the NBA after like this year.
1: <laughs> well, we've said that before about... Guys, who then? I don't know. He might. I mean, for for the minimum, like that's true. Actually, speaking still... of the
0: Lakers, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they'll add him yeah, next year. Play there next year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the the geriatric Lakers.
0: Yeah, no no player under thirty. <laughs> that's not totally true, but but Kendrick yeah. Nunn, right. Yeah, they have Nunn. They have Malone and Tucker, Malik Monk, Austin Reeves, the rookie. That I think, and then uh, some. Um, some of the two-way guys or whatever. All right, I think, I think I'm, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we got... Oh, Anthony Davis also is under 30. But um, anyway, he does not play like he's under 30. Uh, it's been an exciting uh, return to form for the... Not quite return to form, but it's nice to see the Bulls back and in the winning column after... Uh, we, we lost those two games, because so we had so many absences, and then we had two games postponed this week, so glad we're back at it. Glad the Bulls-Bros is back at it, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what's going on in the, uh, the next couple of weeks. Go Bulls. Go Bulls, in the words of Bill Murray.